3: Welcome to the latest edition of the First Down Snapcast. Tonight I'm joined by regular pundit Stuart Horsfall and returning pundit Ian Davis. How are you both doing tonight?
0: Not bad at all, thank I'm, you Richard. How
3: are
2: you? I'm, I'm friggin' awesome.
3: Um, We need to let the um, listeners know, but we think Stuart might be coming a bit of an NFL whisperer.
2: Yeah I am, I'm a genius. I, I can't believe that you doubted me Richard. I called. I called Adrian. Pe- yeah, I called Adrian Peterson to Washington, and I've. Uh, I called Matavis Bryant suspension. you know
0: that Mattavis Bryant one, though? Haven't that already been announced somewhere? Because I'm, I'm sure I knew uh, that beforehand. Or am I? just
2: no, like, uh, I've listened to. Yeah, you? I think you've just listened to me, and I think that's basically what it is. Is uh, you your whole source for NFL news comes via me, so. That's why I off
0: nothing. Yeah, that's why you
2: know nothing, yeah. Um, to be honest, it it was it had been muted a couple of times that he might be in for another suspension. But um, the, the funny thing about that one is that obviously he's been cut this week, hasn't he, from the Raiders squad. Um, but I get the funny feeling that the Steelers already knew that he was going to get suspended. And basically cashed in on him quick before anybody else possibly might find out that he was going to get suspended, and then they've basically come out of this brilliantly, I think, of the Steelers because uh, what did they get from? Was it a fourth round pick or yeah, something? They got pick from him, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's quite amusing. Yeah, it is. That <laughs> so sounds a bit fake, then, did not it? Yeah yeah, 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 but I mean that <laughs> just I did one
0: those laughs when I said yeah it is and as if yeah it's really not.
2: Yeah, yeah but it just it's it, it sums up Auckland at the minute, doesn't it really? Yeah it does. Yeah, it's um,
0: which leads us into what we're gonna talk about first as well, don't you, the Calil Mac?
2: NFL
3: News and Rumours. So pre season final games of pre season have come and all the first two NFL sides have been doing their roster cuts this week. Down to the traditional number. But before the rosters were cut, late last Thursday, rumours surfaced of what's been going on our pre-season that Cleel Mack was going to be traded from the Oakland Raiders. As previously, this rumour has come up and then gone quiet. However, this time, it was led to believe that Chicago Bears were taking him and, long and behold, he was traded to Chicago Bears, Stuart.
2: Yeah, I mean, we talked about it briefly last week that um, we actually thought that it was going to come on the back of the Aaron Donald signing his new contracts that Khalil Mack would then sign a contract at the Raiders. And we thought that it was actually, they were just waiting for um, the LA Rams to set the market for that kind of player. And then they wanted to make Khalil Mack the most expensive defensive player. But then out of nowhere, they just, they just traded him to to bears, which I, to be honest, I was quite surprised about because they, they sent Khalil Mack and the second round pick to the Bears and the Bears sent them back two first round picks and a sixth so I think that the Bears have properly had the Raiders pants down there because Khalil Mack is a potential Hall of Famer he's currently in his prime and he's the kind of once in a lifetime kind of defensive player that you just aren't going to pick up in a draft um, and I just don't think you're going to replace him not with, not with two first round picks and you're not going to replace him soon So that tells me that the Raiders are looking to the future and they are thinking about when they're in Vegas and building a younger roster. Um, And it tells me that the Bears are thinking about the here and now.
0: Yes, one thing I've read as well: um, Khalil Max' contract I think's worth 90 million into this new one, and the Raiders are paying Gruden 100 million.
3: Yeah, ten-year contract yeah. for a hundred million, isn't it? Yeah, but
0: um, yeah, one uh, one pundit was intimating that I think I think it was Shannon Sharp actually was saying that that was the reason they country for Khalil Mack because they were paying Gruden so much.
2: Well, I mean, I'm not being funny, but Gruden's not exactly um, covering himself in glory with the way he's been handling everything recently, has he? So,
0: yeah, I mean, he never spoke but, to Mack, did he? Well, yeah.
2: This is well, that's, this, that's this that has been a season,
1: haven't it? This, this going to yeah. come to a head. Yeah,
2: I just don't know why you trade that kind of that kind of player. That's that's what gets me. I don't I don't see it. And there's a lot of rumors that they didn't want to be having a lot of their cap space tied up in two players because obviously they they've paid Derek Carr and then if they paid Khalil Mack they'd have you know ma- nearly forty million of their cap space tied up in two players. But for me, when you've got players that are that good, you've got to pay them because you can spend 20, 20 million on a handful of free agents that aren't going to amount to much
3: definitely well this trade to me seems that on the on the flip side for Chicago Bears is that they're literally putting everything the trust in Trubisky so he's going to be the franchise quarterback so they're now building the team around him
2: yeah I just don't understand why every team wants to get better in the NFC North what's that all about I don't I just why can't teams get worse not better why can't we have like a Dallas Cowboys in our league or or the Giants somebody that's rubbish well, it's definitely good well, for we- division, though, isn't it?
3: On a whole, it's going to be one of the more comp- competitive um, divisions this year. Oh, it's going to be a cracking yeah. division, Alan, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I actually fear for Kirk Cousins now. He's probably going to get injured by Khalil Mack, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: obviously, Bears drafted as well, did Their first-round pick also was defensive, so...
2: Yeah, I mean, Raquan Smith looks like an absolute beast as well, so that front seven now for Bears is looking really strong because... They've got Floyd back and they've brought Lynch in, haven't they? So it's actually looking really good, is that front seven. So, yeah, um, that's not really what I wanted to hear. But, yeah, they're looking good.
0: And the other thing is, I mean, they got ridiculed last year, didn't they, for trading up to get Trubisky. But they obviously have got confidence in him still, haven't they? Because they're going forward
3: with it.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, I know they traded up to get him, but I don't think um, What's His First Fox did him any favours last year at all. And I think nagy will... or well, at least build an offence that yeah. or at least build a playbook which Trubisky can which operate. Yeah. yeah, I just don't think they gave him any they didn't give him anything to work with last year. Um and they have got some really dynamic players on that offence. You know, you've got Howard and Cohen out of the backfield and then you've got Gabriel um Anthony Miller that was drafted, who was a really good um young wide receiver, and they've got Alan Robinson as well. And I think Alan Robinson's got a lot to prove, so it'll be interesting to see how they uh how they pan out.
3: Yeah, and also Trey yeah, Burton
2: went as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So they, they, they've done some good business, and but I mean, to be fair, in that division, they, they had to they had to stay with the pace of the division, really. And I think the the fact that um, the Vikings are looking good, and then you've got Detroit are always good on offense, and um, obviously because of Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers are always going to be there. To to not get left behind, they needed to they needed to do that kind of thing, and they needed to bring in a new. Um, head coach, and they needed to to change it up a bit, which they have done. So it's just going to be interesting.
3: So, as earlier mentioned in the news, is the roster cuts any cut surprised anyone this week?
0: Can I go first? Because I think you both know what I'm going to say. I think
3: I might know where you're going with this one, Ian. Dallas cutting Dan Bailey.
0: What are they doing? You have got? I mean, to me, over the last seven years, he's been. The best kicker in the league. I know you might talk about one on two others, but consistently over that period of time, Dan Bailey has been the man. He just don't miss.
3: It was a strange decision in my eyes.
2: Well, he's, I think uh, I, I, I think I read somewhere that, that he he got he got released because. Uh, He's the only Dallas Cowboy player that's not got a pending <laughs> suspension yeah, looming i his disappointed he
0: hasn't been arrested once in seventeen.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, to be honest You just stole I think... my joke, I was going to use
2: that in a minute Yeah <laughs> Oh my, I can't believe I've stolen your jokes I've stolen a dad joke You're um...
0: saying jokes, that was my joke That was it, oh, that was <laughs> it <in> the
2: <laughs> Just the one Yes uh, uh, I mean, To be fair, other... Ian, Ian other... you just being here is quite funny <laughs> now
0: the only, the only possible reason that makes any sense is still talk about Earl Thomas coming to Dallas and Dan Bailey. I know it's crazy, but he frees up three million pound in cap space by cutting the kicker. And, yeah, yeah, and I just can't see any other sense behind. Start talking about his injury problems, and you know he did have injuries last year, missed a big chunk of the season.
1: But
2: I a, no, just a, I. I I, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think they've done it because, yes, they might have had some concerns about his injury and he did miss a bit bit last season, but it's, I think it's cap space. I think that's what they've done it for. But, but, yeah,
0: particularly Earl Thomas. I mean, Seahawks are still saying they're not willing to talk to Earl Thomas at the moment. Um, so, he, I still think he's going to go somewhere. Um, and I well, he wants, go, he wants to go. He
2: wants to go. Cowboys, don't they? So
0: Yeah, he got caught in the changing room, Vinty saying, come and get me, at the end of last season. Yeah. He was on camera.
2: But who, uh, as a Dallas fan now, who do you think they're going to bring in as a kicker?
0: They've got that mayor um, on the back of him making a 57-yard field goal in pre-season.
2: So you're trying to tell me that they're not bringing in um, Roberto Aguayo then?
0: Well, apparently they are, because we did hear some flash news from
2: you, didn't we, earlier on? Um, yeah, I did. I did. I uh, called it off off air. I called it.
3: Yes. Um, I don't. I don't think this whisper's going to come off, or Stuart compared to your previous.
2: No, team. I don't. I don't. No, so actually, I actually thought that the one that might make his way there might be Kai Forbath, after he got released from uh, Vikings. I thought he might be a decent pickup. Yeah. No.
0: Th- I think they will stick with the guy that they've got. Uh, that, that's
3: going to save in the space. Yeah, another guy who got cut last week. We mentioned on the show last week during FC West preview, Paxton Lynch was cut aside by Broncos. Yes,
2: yeah, quite like John Hunter.
3: That. Yeah, what an
2: absolute waste of a first round pick.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean was it, it's has it's, He played like four games for him.
2: Yeah, well, he, he's he's one step better than Christian Ackenberg, was not he? <laughs> but that's not saying the right lot because I think they're both rubbish. I don't know whether I don't know whether. Um, Paxton Lynch has been dealt a rough hand because I just don't know whether he works within the offence that they've been providing him with and whether actually somebody else might take a a punt on him or whether he's going to be another Brock Osweiler and he's actually going to be rubbish everywhere he goes. Um, But I won't be surprised to see somebody take a punt on him and put him on a practice squad.
3: Yeah. Like I say, it was a first-round pick, so you'd assume someone will take a punt
2: somewhere. Well, if you just got to look at that draft to see the players that got taken... Uh, after him so Denver obviously saw something in him in his college tape and his combine that would suggest that he could play in the NFL so I, I don't know whether you completely lose all those attributes but it would be interesting to see what happens to him next
3: yeah, obviously Denver drafted him because they were looking for a manning replacement weren't they
0: yeah Yeah,
3: he
0: didn't quite live up to that did he no.
3: any more cuts anyone's got or um, this
0: the Corey Coleman one. We didn't talk about that last week, did we? Did he get cut? Browns traded
3: yeah. him, didn't they? traded Yeah, no. Seven. Then the
0: uh, the Bills cut him, didn't they?
2: Yeah. There's some. There's something really wrong with that lad as well because yeah. I don't even think. I don't even think the Bills have a particularly deep wide receiver. Talent pool, and they still couldn't manage to get on that roster. So, I don't, I don't know whether he's got some off the field issues that um, he needs to sort through before he can get back in. Because he, again, he was a was he was a first round pick as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was.
0: Yeah. So
2: there's a lot of first round talent being bounced out of the league isn't there, at the minute. Yeah, and if he
0: was a Browns first round pick, he must
2: have been quite a high pick as well. Yeah. Yeah, and to be honest, if he was a Browns first pick, he was bound to be brilliant. <laughs>
3: In someone's eyes, a um, couple of the ones who I noticed did get cut: um, Gillisley from Patriots and Kendall Wright from Vikings. Obviously, didn't make the final. cut. Gillisley's already found room at Saints to be covered while Ingram's suspended. So, whether Kendall Wright might move move on as well?
2: Yeah, I actually think um, I I I was surprised that Kendall Wright didn't get picked up by somebody like the Patriots because. Obviously, they're needing a bit of depth at wide receiver, but they picked up um, Hanson, didn't they, from the Jets?
3: Yeah, another another, was... another guy. Who Seahawks have drafted then drops, so
2: yeah, not any well-known but...
3: people like like last year when they brought in Dorsett.
2: Yeah, I mean, to, to me, this 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 goes back to what I was saying, you know, from the outset of the podcast about the Vikings is they put a lot of faith in the the draft picks that they do, and they drafted. Laquan Treadwell in the first round um, a couple of years ago, and I think now they're going to stick with him. Um, he's shown quite a good connection with Kirk Cousins in preseason, so I think that that is primarily why Kendall Wright has been cut um, because he's lost out on that wide receiver three slot to uh, Laquan Treadwell. Good shout. The only
0: other one I've,
3: I've noticed that made an out of
0: and. It goes back to what you were saying about Dan Bailey getting cut for not uh, getting arrested. Was that they did cut Rico Gather the tight end because he got arrested for marijuana possession last week?
2: Yeah, and didn't the Browns cut uh, Kendricks as well for the insider trading?
0: Yeah, they did, I think it was um, the day after we were talking about it, yeah. Yeah, I
3: think, yeah I think so. Got, like Thursday, he got cut, didn't he?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I was also quite upset to see. Uh, um, release Caduce, the um, crystal ball loving um, tight end. Um, I don't know if anybody's been watching Hard Knocks, but he was kind of a, a, a fan's favourite in the in the program. But he's been cut as well, hasn't he? I didn't. I'm, I'm a bit
0: behind on Hard Knocks, so I'm not seen that. I can imagine. Oh well, I've I'm just ruined,
2: week, I'm just so well. ruined yeah. the ending for you. Yeah,
0: I'm not bothered now. Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> the yeah.
0: Titanic sank
2: at the end as well, aren't you know. Well, I yeah, it got a small hole in the side.
3: <laughs> well I think we'll call it on this week's news there So we're just days away now from the 2018 season start, And then we've got our final two divisional previews today First up now we've got the AFC East Long tradition, in, in the last 15 years only one other team apart from the Patriots have won this division Times are changing, three of the other teams, Bills, Dolphins and the Jets all drafted new quarterbacks Will be things be changing in the East this year? What do you reckon, Ian?
0: No, they won't. No, we can get this one over within about a minute. Cat. It's uh, Patriots again by a mile. Uh, as long no. as we've got solid chicken Brady to today, there's no competition. Um,
2: I, I reckon bread. I reckon bread is going to not be as good as he has been in the past.
0: He's still going to be good enough to win
2: that division for the Pats though isn't it? Oh yeah I, I still think he's going to be good enough to win that division but that doesn't say a right lot because he's not coming up against much but I think you're starting to see some cracks in Brady's game in the Super Bowl and I think you'll see more cracks in his game um, this season um, and I still think they're going to be a playoff team but then how deep they go into the playoffs I think will all depend on um, Brady and his mentality Um because I don't know whether how motivated he is because when he looks at his team around him, I don't know whether he truly believes there's another Super Bowl in that team.
0: And he started talking about the end of his career now as well. I,
1: yeah.
0: I think he's done it again um, yesterday. He's he's done that four or five times over the close season.
2: And, and I think, I may be wrong, I think, I think
3: I time is coming to an, an end. end. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah
2: but, uh, but for me, with someone like Brady, if he's not 100% committed then I think that's where his performances will dip. Because he's he's got an eye for detail, hasn't he, with, with the, how he's been playing over the years. And I think he's thought about retiring in the past, but he's looked at the team around him and thought, you know what, I can win another one here. But I think he's looking at the team around him. There's the options just, are dwindling now in that team. Yeah, and it's just, it, there's a big question marks over the Gronk and whether Gronk can carry a full workload for the full season. Um, and I know he's just got paid again, but there's question marks on whether they can keep him ha- healthy. They've obviously they lost Solder. Um, they've not got Edelman for well four weeks yeah, plus, yeah, yeah for 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 the first four games. Um, even when Edelman's back, you've got Edelman and Hogan. But then you're looking at that wide receiver corp and thinking actually it's not as good as it has been in the past. Um, there's a lot of pressure on uh, so Sony Michael to to be. The kind of the dynamic running back that they're after, but from a, as we've touched on in previous podcasts, it's difficult for rookies in the first season to hit the ground running. So there is a lot of question marks I think over the Patriots. But I think they will still be good because they've got they've got the experience to be good, but how deep they go into the playoffs, I think, is the big question mark.
3: And yeah, I, I'd agree with. And I think they say to both of your points. I don't want to go on about two Patriots too much because we've got other teams to talk about. Um, winning the AFC East. Is only at detriment of how poor the three teams have been. How poorly the three teams. Well, we'll start with Dolphins, Stu. How do you think their drafting went? Because obviously they brought, they had to bring Cutler in last year to replace Tannehill. Tannehill's back, and obviously the draft. A lot of players have left because of salary cap. What What do you reckon's going to Total rebuild.
2: Yeah, I think. I think the thing is, I think the rest of the teams in this division are in a very much a rebuild process. Um, I think, obviously, the way that they got rid of people like Ajay last year um, and obviously got rid of Landry, I think they're fully in that kind of rebuild process of the of the franchise. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of Tannehill, and that goes back to when I have watched him a couple of years ago against when I watched a London game of Dolphins versus the Jets, and quite frankly, I thought it was atrocious, um, and it was a horrible, horrible game. Um, and I just can't believe I paid money to go watch him. So I've got a bit of a downer on Tannehill. But I kind of hope he proves me wrong just because I want more competition for the Patriots. But, um, you know, there's there's big things coming, hopefully, coming out for Kenyon Drake. Um, they've still got Kenny Stills and uh, Parker at wide receiver, so they've still got some options they've still got um, a reasonably decent defense um, it's not exactly stacked with superstars but you know they're a decent unit so we'll we'll see I think they might be the best of the rest so to speak yeah,
3: They've brought a bit of experience in we, in the trades they've brought Frank going at running back and they've brought obviously Danny Amendola in at wide receiver.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. I think they've they've done some clever business. I think they've taken some bigger wage earners off the cap and then brought in some... You know, amandola has gone there, basically, to slightly prolong his career in the sunshine, which you can't blame him, and a lot of his family are down there, so you can't blame him for that. I think he'll be a safe pair of hands. Um, yeah, I'd, I, it'll be interesting to see, because I actually think that between the Jets, I think I think the Jets are looking quite positive as well. I think there's a lot of Jets fans that are... Started to think forward now because they've got Sam Darnold um, who's obviously been confirmed as the week one starter for the Jets, so um, interesting times, interesting times. Yeah, but yeah, Jets do it's... have a bit of optimism, don't they, at the moment?
0: I, I was reading as well that Darnold will be the youngest um, youngest starter in modern day NFL history as well, which I don't realise. Yeah, yeah, he's...
1: he's...
0: They've got a bit of strength at running backs, you know. They've got a couple of decent running backs there. Probably, I will put a similar standard. I've, I don't like to agree with Stewart. But I seem to do it a lot because I don't like Towne Hill at Dolphins either. Um, they started, they started last season to sort of cut the losses didn't the Dolphins and started getting rid of players and starting a full V build. Then and last season, I mean, I, I went to one of Dolphins games and the fans were so disillusioned with that season because they just felt that the backroom staff have just given up halfway through the season so right that's it this season's done let's start to rebuild and it's going to take them to me it's going to take them a season
2: or two to start yeah it was almost it was it was almost like they gave up just to get a reasonably good draft pick yeah
3: well it's like I attended the one at Wembley against the Saints and I've never I thought I was at the game with Stuart when we saw Dolphins against the Jets and I thought that was bad but the Dolphins performance against the Saints last year was even worse
2: yeah, well, yeah but the, the thing is, against the Saints, at least the Saints were good. When we went to watch them against the Jets, both teams were horrific. It was such a bad game.
3: Well, yeah, because Chris, Chris Ivory still the show didn't he? Running back, and that says it all.
2: Yeah, and he only got 30 yards from at 30, 40 yards. That's that's how bad it was. Yeah.
3: And obviously, yeah. you can't have a division without Buffalo. Yeah, we've got
2: Buffalo, as to talk about,
3: haven't we? <laughs> Where do you want to start with Buffalo? Well, I
2: well, uh, to be honest, they've just named Nathan Peterman as their number one week one quarterback. So, I don't know who they're playing, but they're going to lose, aren't they? Because I can't see him putting up points.
3: Well, what, what, you don't, what were the stats you don't from his debut? Sorry, Sorry, go on. What were the stats from his debut? Can you remember? And he only played first half, didn't he? he
2: oh, I don't know. But I know that they traded A.J. McCarron, didn't they? Yeah. Um, he's gone to... Um, he was traded, to, uh, traded to Raiders. Outside. Yeah, he got to outside. Raiders, that's it. Traded to Raiders. Another bit <laughs> of awesome business
3: from the Raiders. So, but yeah, the, <laughs> uh, they cut Corey Coleman last week, which leaves obviously they've got they got Zay Jones there. If he gets the opportunity, Stu, he's, he looks promising.
2: Yeah, I like Sir Jones, but I do worry for that entire receiving group because I just I just don't have any confidence in Peterman. I think um, Allen is... Uh, he's going to be good, but again, I just think he's too raw as a quarterback, and he needs he needs bedding in. He needs a, a season learning from someone. But I don't think he's going to learn from Nathan Peterman. So I don't know. Even if they did throw him in, he wouldn't have learned much being a number two. It's not like you know when Rogers was playing behind five and he was learning from five and things like that. It's that's you, do, you, do you know what I mean? It's, you're learning from Nathan Peterman. Is he really learning from Nathan Peterman? So. I, I don't know. I, it's questionable that offense at the minute.
3: Yeah, because like I said Kelvin Benjamin wide receiver and Charles Clay at tight end—they're not the most dynamic and exciting players, are they? You've
0: well, I think suspension to McCoy hanging over him, not you? That's not. The yeah, reason. well, going to Well, him. it's
2: not. It's not just. It's not just. Even if he doesn't get suspended because of the whole thing that happened with his girlfriend, I think. I think I read somewhere last year that he accounted for 34% of the total yards that Bill's put up, which is a a lot. And they're actually worse on offense this year, I think, than they were last year, um, just because they don't have Tyrod Taylor, who effectively got them into the playoffs. So how how much more pressure are you putting on Shady to carry more so are you going to push that thirty-four percent up to fifty percent? So if your running back's getting you fifty percent of your yards on offense, that's that—that's too much for me. That's that becomes a very one-dimensional team. And yeah, it works I, for I Dallas,
0: can't...
2: man. <laughs> yeah, but I think the threat that Dallas could throw it is the difference, and yeah. Dallas have got an O-line that gets a lot yeah. of push up from and gives you know Zeke the spaces. I, I can't see how. They're going to get, yeah, I'm sorry, you, you're comparing apples and oranges there with... Yeah, um, I, mean, I know, I mean,
0: you, you look at their offensive line, you know, he's weakened from last season, hasn't he, you know? So, and he wasn't that good last season. So, you're yeah. not going to get the yards. So... You're
3: not
2: going to get it. No. So I mean, they barely scraped into the playoffs, and they had Tyrod Taylor, who did a lot of the legwork for him they're significantly downgraded in that starting quarterback position. And even if Allen with all his potential does start, it's still a downgrade on a seasoned pro like Taylor. I just can't see, can't see him doing anything. In fact, I won't be surprised if they are the worst team in the NFL.
3: Yeah. I, I, they've got a lot of issues there. So rounding out on up then, Ian, how do you think the AFC East will finish?
2: Um,
0: I think the bills will win it. i be joking, obviously. Uh, Pats Pats to come top, as we've all said. I think the Jets second. Uh, I actually think the Dolphins might be worse than the Bills. I'm going to put the Bills third and the Dolphins last.
3: Stuart? Uh,
2: I'm I'm going to agree with Ian in the fact that I think it's going to be um, Patriots and I think Jets will come second. Um, but then I think the Jets and Dolphins I think will be quite close but I think Jets will probably just have a little bit more um, then Dolphins third and then I, I think I think the Bills will be lucky if they win four games this year
3: Yeah I've, I've got Pats winning Jets finishing second and Dolphins with Tanner Hill's experience it's going to put them third And like with Peterman and there's too much pressure on Allen to even rescue that for Bills so Bills fourth unfortunately Joining me this week on a two-minute drill is Keith Ingram. How are you, and Keith? Hello, Richard. I'm fine. How are you? I- I'm good, Keith. Let's get on with today's questions. Keith, who is your
1: favourite team, and why? Been a Oakland Raiders fan for since the late 1980s when they were on Channel Four, and just loved the silver and black. They were dirty. They were mean, and just fell in love with them. When did you first start watching the NFL? Uh, when I started watching the NFL, I started, uh, like I said before, back in the late 1980s when it was televised by Channel 4 and just, it was just brilliant. I loved, loved every minute of it and I've been a fan ever since.
3: Who is your most favourite player of all time? It doesn't have to come from your team either. Back in
1: the 83 season uh, the Oakland or the Los Angeles Raiders I think they were called then, had a running back called Marcus Allen. He was such a fast player and just typified the, the team I followed the Silver and Black. Uh, I also, back in those days for some strange reason had a uh, uh, I quite like him to Joe Theismann who was a quarterback for the Washington Redskins if I remember and one, other one of the other players, John Riggins so a couple both uh, pink and also back in the, back in the late 80s, uh, Jerry Rice who was superb with the San Francisco 49ers and um, a little bit with the Raiders, not as much with the Raiders mind Keith, are you a Gruden fan or hater? That's an interesting question, Richard. I'm not right sure about Chucky. I think he has the ability to be a really good coach, as he was with the Bay Buccaneers. But losing a player of Khalil Mack is going to hurt the Raiders. I'm kind of worried. I think the first season... It'll be very important to Chucky uh,
3: Los Angeles Raiders Oakland Raiders or Vegas Raiders preference on which is the better name
1: what's in the name they've been Los Angeles Oakland they are going to be Vegas uh, they'll still be Raiders where whether they're in whatever place they're in if they live, move to Back 2 they'll be still the Raiders it's a name, and I don't think it really matters. It does to the people who live there, because the Oakland are quite disappointed about losing the Raiders to Vegas, but money talks.
3: If you could have one player from any of the other 31 teams in the NFL and have them at the Oakland Raiders, who would it be and why?
1: The player I'd most like at the Oakland Raiders would be J.J. Watt, a beast of a man, and would improve any team he played for. Yeah, J.J. Watt Baraders best draft pick ever and worst pick ever Best pick uh, recently, Derek Carr Closely followed by Cooper Worst pick, far too many to mention In the lean years that followed the appearance In the early 2000s of the Super Bowl some poor players picked up.
3: Thanks for joining us today, Keith. And if anyone else would like to get involved with a two-minute drill, please contact us on our Facebook page or email at nflfansyorkshire gmail.com or tweet us at tsnapcast. So the second of our previews come tonight with the NFC East, the only division in the, N- the National Football League where each of the teams have won the Super Bowl. We all Did, you that, Did you hear
2: that, Stuart?
0: That's the NFC East.
2: Oh, sorry, it was the, the, the the what, sorry?
0: The only, it's the only division where all four teams have won a Super Bowl.
3: So, this will start with
2: the Washington Redskins, Ian. Um, Washington. So you're going to find this really difficult to be nice to anybody in this group, aren't you?
0: I'm not going to be nice to the other three teams, don't worry. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know where the Redskins... You know, they've got a solid enough day... Look, um, Alex Smith, dependable quarterback. He's never gonna. He's not gonna be flashy, is he? Um,
2: you get what you, see, you
3: get. What, what you see, don't you, with Alex Smith?
0: Yeah. yeah. What's,
2: what's, what's, the, what's wrong with a dependable quarterback?
0: Well, there isn't. That's what I mean. He's he's all right. And you know, I think, don't,
2: I think he's more than all right. I think he's he's very accurate. He makes his play and he keeps the chains moving. And quite frankly, from a quarterback, I don't think you can really ask more. Just because he's not flashy and he's, he's not you know, don't go around with his hat on backwards and stuff like that, like bloody Dak Prescott and the rest of them. Oh,
0: throw the ball more than five yards.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I, to be honest, I've got a lot of time for Alex Smith. I think um, I think a lot of franchises, because he's not fashionable. I think is what it comes down to. Actually, as a quarterback, he's he's very serviceable. He does what he's meant to do. He learns the playbooks. He gets his offense moving, but he's just not trendy, is he? That's and I think you know he's not something that you can run an ad campaign with. You know, he's not trendy. Um, but for me, as a as a franchise quarterback, he's a, he's a lot better than a lot of the rookies out there. Um, yeah. I would trust him to take, take a team a lot further than any a, a lot of the, the quarterbacks in the league and, would you say-
0: and, and the other thing the other thing is and I'm, I'm going to stick up a bit for the Redskins here that last year they had so many injuries I mean Dallas played them and there was a point where you thought they're not even going to get a team on the pitch here they were, they were having people go down like nine pins and they already had loads of injuries anyway and so I don't think you can judge them on the way they performed last season either because
3: they just constantly had injuries. Um, yeah. Do we think Alex Smith's a, a, st- a good replacement for obviously Cousins going and not going with a rookie? Yeah,
2: Cousins. Yeah, I think it's a really good replacement for him. I, I
0: think he's a decent replacement
2: because there was that. talks
3: yeah, I, that would go for a rookie, but I think because of the amount, like we've alluded to already, the injuries, the organization wanted a ready-made quarterback to yeah. come in and just pick him up.
0: Yeah, and I think he'll do that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Obviously I like, I... referring to the injuries they've been hit again. The number one pick was has gone down in preseason against the Patriots and is out for the season, sort of
2: Oh yeah, guys, yeah.
3: Called on old Adrian Peterson to come in and fill the boots.
2: I see I really like Adrian Peterson, obviously, but I'm you know, slightly biased. You know, he's a Hall of Fame running back. Um my old question about Adrian Peterson is I still think he's good, but whether he's gonna be good for sixteen weeks is questionable. Yeah. He was he was good he was good at the Cardinals last year, but he managed to maintain it for four weeks, and then he kind of fell apart a bit. Yeah,
0: and I, I think that you'll probably get the same again this season.
2: If yeah, it's I think
0: what you're about Marshawn Lynch, when, when you get old of it, you can't maintain week in week out. Been to been no. given the ball and expect to run with it again and again and again.
2: It's how they use him for me. I think if yeah. they use him in the right situations, and then use. Um, you know, Chris Thompson on maybe the passing downs and they've got um, Rob Kelly, um, who's also a power back as well. If they just mix it up a bit and don't rely 100% on Adrian Peterson, then he can do the full season. But if you basically just want him to truck the ball for, you know, 16 weeks, then I can't see him lasting.
3: And obviously, a lot of players have come back on the wide receiver part with um, Crowder and Doxon back from long-term injuries and Jordan Reed it's a case of keeping these guys fit really isn't it
2: yeah I don't, I don't know what kind of medical staff they've got over in Washington but they always seem to be like every receiver they've got always seems to be in treatment room they remind me of Arsenal <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I tell you what Josh Doxon reminds me of uh, Darren Anderton because he's literally <laughs> always got something wrong with him he's, he's like sick note he? in there It's like every time you want to pick him up in fantasy you're like looking at the reading the thing and it says "Come just coming back from a hamstring injury or just coming back from a wrist injury or just coming back from a broken leg yeah yeah
3: uh, obviously Redskins a long path there glow, glory days as you call it um, so moving from them we'll move to another team who's not successful in a Super Bowl for a while and we'll mo- talk about your Dallas Cowboys how was your, fi- your feeling going into this year
2: you, you pronounced that wrong, Richard. It's called the, the the Dallas Cowgirls. I didn't want to take
3: your moment away from you. That's why.
2: Yeah, and yeah, you know because uh, no, I think, I, I think it's sixteen and out.
0: You know, sixteen now this year. You're not playing. We're not
3: playing. Madden the... here not playing you. I'm actually you,
0: you... To be honest, I I am always one of these is like this year. This is our year, and I, and this year I'm not that confident. Um, you know, you know what our offensive line's, lines like, but there's so, so bad, many problems with like Tyrone Smith had a lot of injuries last season. How fit are you going to be? Zach Martin's, Zach Martin's had a niggling injury in pre-season. Um, Travis, Travis Frederick, named him on the roster, but he's got a he's had an illness that I can't even pronounce, um, which can lead to people not being able to walk properly. Um, now, they've diagnosed it early, and they're expecting him to come back, but it's very unknown at the minute. Um, a, um, losing
2: him significantly weakens that all-line.
0: The L the line the looks as if it, it it just looks as if it could be completely decimated, which would be an nightmare You know, it's going all right. You've got Zeke, but he runs behind that L line, and you are going to you are going to lose a lot of his strengths by yeah. that fact. You know, when in his first season, when they asked him to run and run and run again, he couldn't have done that without that L line there to help support him. And um, whether he's going to have that. I think um, yeah. there's a few question marks around Dak Prescott now. He had a poor season last season. Um, we've, we've got a lot of decent wide receivers. Um, no standouts particularly. And I,
2: I I really like Hearns, me. I think he's a good receiver.
0: Yeah, I, I like Hearns. But what I'm saying is, there's no standout. We used, you know we talked about Des last week, but he's been there as the Dallas number one receiver for a long time now. Yeah, but
2: I I would still think that Hearns Hearns is a better receiver now than than Bryant was last year.
0: Yeah, I don't know whether I agree with that. But what I do like is that Dak likes to throw the ball around to a lot of different people, and that's the way way they like to play. And we've got a lot of wide receivers there that you can throw it to. We've got, we've got a lot of options. Defensively, I think, we're stronger than last year.
3: How much of a miss I, I, is um, Jason Whitten going to be in? Well,
0: he's, he is going to be a miss because, you know, I mean, obviously he's a future Hall of Famer. He
3: was a leader he, at the team as well, wasn't he? He was, he
0: was. He, he's not, last season or so, he's not, still been a good, very good player, don't get me wrong, but he wasn't the player that he was before. Um, but we haven't, we haven't got a stand out to our end at all now. Um um, yeah, that, that's, that's what I mean. with that. I, I really don't know how Dallas are going to do this year. We could have a decent Is, season. We could have a shot.
2: Who's, who's going in as uh, number one tight end then? Is it Swain?
0: It could be Swain or it could be the, the other guy, Jarman.
2: All right, okay. I mean, I I think what you've said there, I mean, I kind of like the way that Dallas have gone about things. And this might be the only positive thing I say about them is the fact that because they've got rid of Des Bryant and they don't have that number one wide receiver, I like that as, from a defensive point of view, from the opposition, it makes them slightly harder to set up against because you genuinely don't know who they're going to target. And I think that makes them a little bit more unpredictable. um, And I think from an offense point of view, that kind of helps them out.
3: Yeah, Are they going to use um, Tavon Austin like the Rams did last year as a running back and a wide receiver?
0: It looks like it, yes, from
2: what's coming out. Tavon Austin, oh dear. Because obviously
3: at running back you've got Zeke and then you've got Rod Smith and Bo Scarborough, so you wouldn't really think they're going to need to use him there much. Scarborough, I believe, was cut. Was he been cut? Yes. But on a positive, it does look a good year. But a lot of Dallas fans are obviously still are looking. I know this week you could talk about this for hours in about the head coach, maybe not <laughs> it's being the, the camp, right but... guy in charge. Still, yeah, um, yeah, uh, he's
0: to, me he's, to me he's just a yes man. Jerry he's a Jerry Jones man. Um, uh, anything
2: less than anything less than ten and six, I think he's gone.
0: I don't know. I'd, I'd really die out. So. I
3: don't know. I thought it would have gone the other year. Yeah, no. I thought I thought
2: it was going
0: to go end of last season,
1: and
2: now. Yeah, but I think he's 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 blamed a lot of last season on the injuries that he had, and I think he's kind of sweet talked his way back in, has not he, by saying, "Oh well, it's not my fault. We had all these injuries, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Um, but I think that's not going to wash the second time because I think a lot of teams deal with injuries and still manage to do it well. Look at Eagles. The quarterback QB one went down, didn't they? In Winston, they still managed to win the Super Bowl. So I don't think that'll wash this year.
3: Now our one of our other pundits, who's normally on Alex, is not on this week to defend his New York Giants, where I believe Stuart might have some opinions based on how Alex spoke about the Vikings a couple of weeks ago. So New York Giants, Stuart, I mean, how you, know, you feel for him. Well,
2: I, I, t- to be honest, I mean, you know, there's there's a little bit of re- revenge in my. Uh, in my my chat here because Alex was very unkind to the to the beloved vikings, so I think it's only fair that I return the favor um and call out the fact that um I think his team are going to be absolutely rubbish um I don't think much of their defense to be honest um and i think although they've got some really good young talent on offense you know sterling shepherd um barclay beckham um in- ingram. I just I think Manning is done for. I think he's genuinely done for. I think you're going to see um, out of Manning this year what we saw out of Peter Manning that last year in in Denver where he looked really slow, cumbersome and really struggled to complete passes. Um, And I think that's what we're going to get out of Eli this year. Um, And I think it's going to be really funny to watch. And I think they're going to finish bottom. Do
3: you think Eli should have moved on?
2: I think he should have retired.
3: Yeah, Yeah, so do I. Obviously, they've invested. Obviously, put it in and getting Barkley at running back, but tying down Beckham to the long-term deal last week is obviously key to the franchise's plans. So you'd think in the background, they are already muting a quarterback at some point.
2: Yeah, I, it, the, the thing is about um, Barkley is, don't get me wrong, I think he's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of talent, um, but is he going to show that talent at, at the Giants? Are they going to get enough push up front on that offensive line to basically punch him the gaps for him to be able to exploit and use his athleticism to gain the yards, you know. Like we just discussed about Zeke, Zeke was as good as he was because that Dallas O line could get some really good push up front and it creates a gap for Zeke to be able to run through the tackles and get to that secondary. And I'm I'm worried that I don't think that Dallas are gonna get the push up front to be able to give Barkley the the, the play um, to be able to get him the yardage. So I think they're going to have to do a lot more trick plays out the backfield to actually get him into some open yards to to run. And then then it's just, you know, that's that's a little bit more difficult to pull off in it. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do, to be honest. Yeah, it's definitely. I think it, it comes
3: down to it, they've
0: still got Eli Manning and Andy, who's. Wait, I, think I think he was only ever average anyway. You know, to me, he's the worst quarterback who's ever won two soap of holes. Um He's been an average quarterback who's on the decline now. So you can, you can pay Beckham as much as you want. You've got Eli throwing to him or trying to. That's where they're going to come. Do you know to the it. only
3: thing what upsets me a bit about the Giants this year with them having Manning? In we don't have McAdoo still there, so we can have the double act. <laughs> yeah. So moving on to completing the Super Bowl teams in the NFC East, the Eagles... Against all the odds being the underdogs in every state from when Carson Wentz down went down early last year after the start of the season the made, the Eagles triumphed in the Super Bowl. Was it a one off wonder, Ian? Um Yes and no. I'd,
0: I'd, you know I detest the Eagles with a passion. But I don't think they got the praise they deserve for what they did last year. And I don't think people are talking about them that much this year. Uh, and to me, it's been funny because, if anything, they're just strengthened, you know, and they've got, they're going to have Wentz back. And like you say, they won the Super Bowl with him injured. So I, I think they're going to be a very strong team. I hope I'm wrong, but I think they're going to be a very strong team again this year.
3: Yeah, you mentioned that about no one talking about them. It's like, yeah, they won the Super Bowl, but they're like an afterthought now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's bit, it, to me it's been really funny
3: that. Everyone's talking about the Vikings, Saints and Rams from the NFC. It's one of them three teams winning the Super Bowl. The Eagles aren't even yeah. getting a sh- mention. Yeah. I
2: d- I, I, to be honest, I, I, I mean, I'm not sure about the, the Eagles yet. I think um, it all depends on when Wentz comes back for me because I look at um, falls and... That's a player who is comfortable being a number two, who's comfortable being a backup, and obviously through preseason he had the opportunity to move on and go be a number one somewhere else. Obviously being Super Bowl MVP, but he's he's chosen to be a backup and not play. So that says to me that his, what I'm questioning his motivation there to be, you know, because obviously any sports person wants to play at the top, and they wants to you know wants to be at the top of their game, and. I don't know what the motivation in Falls is like. And if he's going to lead the team in the first couple of weeks, that worries me a little bit. Um, So, yeah. And they've lost a couple of players as well. They've lost players like Trey Burton, who was obviously big for them last year. So, I don't know. And I don't know whether a lot of them players will be like, we did it now. It's really hard to do it. We won't do it again. And, like, maybe the foot's come off the pedal a little bit. It'll be interesting to see how they get on, to be honest. Yeah.
3: um, Like, you were going back to Nick there about going on to be a starter somewhere and obviously we've discussed in previous podcasts and on tonight's as well there was starting quarterback jobs going at like Buffalo obviously Jaguars were looking for quarterbacks so there would have been options for him to go somewhere
2: well the the Browns looked to try and trade for him before they went after Tyrod Taylor so there was definitely options for him to go Um, and for me a sports person wants to be at the top of their game, and they want to be the main man and they want to be playing, and he's effectively decided that he's quite comfortable being a backup. So that, to me, says that his motivation to be an NFL quarterback isn't what it was, and now you're going to turn around and ask him to lead out in week one his team. So if I was a member of that team, I would definitely be questioning his motives. He's
3: effectively saying, I've got my ring, I'm done now.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that that kind of approach, I don't think you can go into the NFL... I don't think you can go into it with that kind of attitude. I mean I could be completely wrong and he might have completely other reasons for staying in, in Eagles but from the outside looking in, that's the kind of questions that I would be I would be asking if I was a teammate. Yeah,
3: there's definitely gonna be some things there. Obviously and we all know you don't like the Eagles. Yeah. No. Would you can you see them finishing top again or are they gonna are they gonna be a could they be like Denver from Super Bowl 50 and not even make the playoffs? No, I think they'll make the playoffs. I hope, I hope, I hope
0: I'm wrong. I hope we go with 16,
3: but um, I think they'll make the playoffs. So, wrapping up on the East, then, um, Stuart, your positions for the NFC?
2: Um, I'm going to go Eagles number one, um, and how how they do I mean what their record is I think is all dependent on when Wentz comes back I think if he only misses maybe the first two weeks then I think they'll be probably you know I think they'll maybe do 12 and 4 or something like that Um, I'm going to go Dallas second I think Dallas will get into the playoffs this year Um, I'm liking the way that they're shaping up and I really like I do like Dallas Um, I think Washington are going to come third and I think Giants are going to come fourth
3: How about you Ian?
0: I think Dallas are going to win the East, which there may be a little bit of bias coming in there. Eagles second and at the playoffs, um, I think Giants third, and I think I do think Washington will come on.
3: Yeah, see, I'm going to do one of these cat amongst the pigeons here now. So, I've got Dallas winning the division. I think. I'll probably come back to hate myself on this. I think Alex Smith will guide Redskins to second with a fit team. Eagles third, Giants bottom. Yes! I I don't think Eli Manning can do it. Like you say, having Barkley, Beckham, Shepard, I don't think Eli can do it no more. I think he's gone past his sell-by date.
0: Yeah, did he ever have one?
3: Well... No, I, no, I he still didn't go record, but he fluked his two Super Bowl wins with um, catches what should never have, like unbelievable catches what you would never see in a normal game. Yeah, but they were just
0: one-offs, weren't
3: they? Yeah, a bit like the Odell Beckham against Dallas. Yeah,
2: we, yeah. We, well, the, the, we the thing the is game. about those the thing is about those those catches that Beckham's having to pull out ridiculous catches just because Eli Manning can actually do it properly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so.
1: Atlanta Falcons at Philadelphia
3: Eagles. So on Thursday, we see the return of the NFL season and it is the Atlanta Falcons visiting the current Super Bowl champions of Philadelphia Eagles. Guys, how do you see this as an opener and any early predictions? I
0: think it's quite an exciting game to have as That I like watching Atlanta because they've got so many people they can throw to. I, I, I hope Atlanta
3: have a good season because I, I just think they're fun to watch. Well, we had it, yeah, last, I, I we, we had it last year, Ian. Vikings and a home Super Bowl. The Super Bowl's in Atlanta. Yeah, I won't
0: go that far. <laughs> I can't I don't, I I don't... Super Bowl, but I, yeah, I'm, I, I hope they have a good
2: season. I don't think they've been exi- as exciting on offense as since Shanahan left, to be honest. Um, yeah. But they have got a lot of options and She's they've really only actually into it? Yeah, I I, I hope they they kind of open the playbook again because they've only added to that offence. You know, they've they've drafted Calvin Ridley, so they've given themselves a little bit more pace. Um, I I just, I can't see anything here but a a Falcons win, to be honest. And I've just obviously just talked about my queries over Nick Foles' ability to um, uh, lead that team. Um, I think if it was a Wentz team... I think it would have been a really, really good game, and then it would have been close to call. But I just, I think the false factor would mean that it's going to be a, 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 an away win for for the Falcons.
3: And there is a Super Bowl hangover, but I think it's a past five Super Bowl champions have all lost the opening game. Wow, well, there you go. So, put twenty, put twenty quid on it. Obviously, Falcons, I want a good start after losing in the playoffs, and the home Super Bowl thing, it won't, as long as they keep winning, that won't go away. No.
2: Um, it, it kind of works against you, though, because I think the pressure of a home Super Bowl um, it does get to the players, and I think it got to um, the Vikings players, and especially after the, the Minnesota Miracle um that kind of, I think players started to really believe that it was their year, and they kind of took the, their eye off of what they were doing, obviously. And then when Eagles turned them over, I think I think um, Falcons have got to be really careful to just take each game as it comes, um, each snap as it comes, and just kind of work that way without trying to get too ahead of themselves and thinking about the, the home Super Bowl.
3: No, because like I say, as soon as that creeps into the players, that's that's gone, gone not it.
2: Yeah, it's just you, you. Then you're then fighting a mental battle as well, um, and I think they just need to be focusing on you know the physical aspects of what the NFL deals with without trying to get themselves into kind of some mental turmoil. Yeah, so I think
3: you've obviously alluded there to an away win, Stu, Are You going to say, Ian? Um, no, I think Eagles will win
0: actually.
2: So I get, I get, I, to, I get deciding yeah. one. <laughs> What, what's what's with the saying something positive about the Eagles? You've just slagged them off for five minutes. Could you not see how
0: miserable I was? Yeah, all
2: right. Yeah, I'm going Falcons as well. Yep. that's better. Okay. I've got
3: I've got Falcons,
2: Falcons doing by well. twenty-five. <laughs> Falcons <laughs> by fifty.
3: Yeah, I, I won't go it's that half far. Time. But yeah, clean sweep then for Falcons. Wins from us guys then. So. Coming to the end of the show now and we'd like to end our shows normal with some honourable mentions from the NFL week Um, Stuart I believe you've got one to start us on Do I? Yes you
2: do
0: It's a message You've been asked to give a message
2: out haven't you? No no, I I can't do that (laughs) I I was only joking I can't actually dub him into his wife whilst he's listening Well you're going to have to now aren't you? You're going to have to have no, committed. I can't, I can't. I can't possibly, possibly tell Charles Closon's wife that he's he's going to America for two weeks to watch NFL. That uh, that wouldn't be correct, and it wouldn't be right.
0: Yeah, you're probably right.
3: Yeah. We shouldn't you, mention that, that, should we? Yeah. yeah.
2: No. and Yeah. yeah I think it would be unfair, um, and it would probably create divorce proceedings, and I don't want to be the person that, that starts that, so... Um, I'm going to decline the opportunity to say anything.
3: Oh, sorry, yeah, looking at my notes, my first honourable mention is actually Ian, not Stuart.
0: Yeah, I've actually got two, but the one that we were talking about was um, Colin Kaepernick um, being in the new advert for Nike, and there's been lots of videos over the last day or so of people burning their footwear, sometimes wearing them. I don't know if you've seen that.
3: I have seen one been... where someone's wearing a pair of trainers and they've set fire, yeah, and he to, them. Sets
0: fire to them. That's the mentality of those people. <laughs> um, no, I've got a lot of respect for Colin Kaepernick. Uh, you know, with the stand he took, he didn't make a big fuss about it, he just did it. And I, I like the guy. I think it's a shame he's not playing anywhere at the moment. Well,
2: yeah, I, I, to be honest, I agree. I think the whole right for peaceful protest, I think Colin Kaepernick took that. Um, you know that's what he did. He didn't, you know, he didn't hurt anybody. It's freedom of speech. It was a peaceful protest, and and I know it's slightly different in in obviously the era. But if you're looking back at people like Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, that's what they were all about: was that kind of peaceful protest. And I just think that he's been um, hung out to dry, basically, because he wanted to make a statement in a peaceful protest and he used his position within the game to be able to make that protest. He didn't hurt anybody. Um, He wasn't trying to disrespect anybody. He was trying to bring focus to something that he was passionate about. Um, And I think it's kind of got out of control now. And I really, really like the Nike advert. I've got a lot of respect now for Nike on, on doing that. I think that's brilliant. I, yeah, I think in
3: a follow up to your Colin Kaepernick there, so there was a, another tweet today. What's going on? You might have seen it, saying Colin Kaepernick sent this tweet to the NFL offices and federal courts, and saying, "I need to be in the NFL because Buffalo Bills have stated Nathan Peterman is the number one quarterback."
1: <laughs> I saw
3: that tweet. And I thought that's highly well, amusing.
0: I did hear one about um, about the Bills as well, saying that the um, Decided,
3: decided to, to cut all
2: the punters because they weren't going to need them this
3: year. <laughs> That's funny. That is quite good. Is that? Have you got any of them? Any more, Stuart? Obviously not dobbing anyone into the wife.
2: Yeah, I've, yeah I've, I've just got one more, and I've just I posted it in the um, in the group earlier on, and it's a college game where LSU are playing Miami, and I think LSU are on the. Think they're on the third yard, third line, so it's like third and goal, um, and they are going to try and punch it in. And the left guard um, of LSU basically blocks two pass rushes from um, Miami and creates a gap for the uh, for the running back to basically just walk in un- completely unaided. And I just thought you've got to be you've got to be pretty good to be able to block two in one go. And he's, got, he's kind of got his left hand on one and he's got his right hand on the other and he basically just blocks both of them. I thought it was absolutely brilliant, so I think people need to check that out. That's quite, yeah, that's quite a good watch.
0: I was a bit yeah. distracted then because one of my cats has just brought the biggest moth I've ever seen into my house and just flying about the place, chasing it now. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, th- thanks for that. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, uh, if, if nobody else knows that Ian actually lives in a zoo...
3: <laughs> but he hasn't got other animals, it's just
2: cats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a moth now. <laughs> yeah, and a moth. Although I
3: think
0: the moth may be on its last legs at the minute. Or last wings.
3: So one one of a little bit I saw this week, and probably everyone sits and watches the NFL show on BBC, and they were doing a bit of... They always take the mick out of the predictions and pundits what Jason Bell and O.C. do. And Mark Chapman this week um, announced a Romo Award. To, and it's going to be presented to one of them to whoever gets the most predictions right and also he just came out with so in three years of doing this show I'm 99% on my predictions and you name it after Romo he says it's like saying that Mark Chapman's football predictions but they're going to rename the award the Lineker Award
2: yeah, I think Stuart I think it, Yeah it's, to be honest it made me laugh uh, it's, it's, a, it's definitely a clip you need to watch because it was hilarious and I
3: think you've shared this in the group as well haven't you Stu?
2: yeah he's quite funny
3: I think the banter between them three is really good but Tony Romo's predictions last year in the NFL in the games and the players I think he was pretty much flawless anyway yeah
2: it was brilliant yeah, yeah I, I, I really like them too I, to be honest the three of them make a really good kind of um, presenting um, I really like that show um, so people should check it out definitely
3: So nothing else from me guys this week if any of you two want to end with anything
0: the only thing I want to mention, it, it came up, I can't remember why I was watching, and it is sort of NFL related because they use it all the time. You know Americans seem to invent words. And one thing they use in American football a lot is winningest. They're the winningest team in NFL history or the winningest team in this. It's not a word, is it? And they use it all the time. All the commentators use it, and it really annoys me. I just
3: want to get off my chest. I've never had a chance before. So. Well, they are famous for inventing words, aren't they? Making up the road. Yeah. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm glad. I'm glad you've shared it, Ian. I think um, we should, we should make, make a little plight on this podcast to um, try and get that out of um, out of circulation. Yeah, so do I. And
0: anybody so who uses it should be shot. Yeah, we
2: should, we should call it the Apes Ian Davis um, Word Foundation.
0: Yeah, I'll come up with a list
2: yeah I think you should
0: next time on I'll have a list yeah.
2: we, can, we can tweet it out as well and try and get some um, some hashtag Ian Davies word foundation going
3: Yes. yeah definitely also on the tweeting part there if anyone wants to send any questions in to coach Steve if you can either email them to nflfansyorkshire at gmail.com or at tsnapcast hopefully coach Steve in the next week or so is going to answer all the questions, what you've all got regarding players in the NFL. Um, Stuart, could you just let everyone know on our social media contacts?
2: Yeah, so if anybody wants to follow me, I'm RidiculedIdiot um, on, on Twitter. Uh, that is genuinely my Twitter handle. It's not a joke. Um, where you can also follow us on T-Snapcast, um, which is obviously the first-down Snapcast Twitter page. Um, if you want to come join us on the facebook group it's nfl fans at yorkshire on the facebook um, if you want to drop us an email or anything or drop us a message on on facebook just do so any comments any questions um you can send them to me but it's highly likely i'll get somebody else to answer them because i don't know anything um yeah um just you know thanks for the support and the listening guys and uh, let's keep rolling
3: excellent well thanks for your time ian and Stuart, this week it's been a pleasure as always cheers lads cheers Cheers. and we'll see you guys next week